And Rashi explains that until she actually brings her mincha, the flower offering, so the efficacy of the water doesn't take hold yet. And therefore she can still back out. The imisha megillah ha so if it was because of the fact that we're worried about erasing Hashem's name, it's already been erased. So obviously the fact that we wear her out shows that we want her to back out before the mincha is brought, before that, that flower offering is brought, so that she'll back out and admit to her guilt, and this way she won't be blown up. So it's therefore, once we see that Hashem cares about her, certainly Hashem cares about someone who does His will. The Gemara continues. All of the menachos, we compare all of the other menachos, this is from the Mishnah, to the, specifically this flower offering of this woman. Uriminhu, we bring a stira, a contradiction. Seder menacha is ketzad. What was the order of the flower offerings? Adam mevi mincha mitoich beisai, beklasis shal kesev shal zav. A person would bring the flower offering from his house in these vessels of silver and gold. And then he places it, he puts it into a holy vessel. And he makes it holy via the holy vessel. And he puts upon it the oil and the frankincense. He brings it to the Kohen. The Kohen brings it, can we imagine this, in front of the Mizbeach, the altar. And he brings it up to the altar. He doesn't actually bring it on top. He brings it next to the altar on the southwestern side. Keneged Chuda Shal Karen, corresponding to the place where the corner, the point of the corner of the Mizbeach. Vidaya, and that's enough. And he moves over, the Kohen takes the frankincense, which is on top, he moves over to one side, inside of that vessel. And he takes out a handful, it's a special way of taking out a handful, with three fingers, uh, from the place where there's a lot of oil. And he takes it and he puts it inside of another vessel, holy vessel, and it becomes holy in that second vessel. And then he gathers up the frankincense, and puts it on top of that handful. And he brings it up onto the Mizbeach, onto the altar. And he brings it up there to do the offering on top of the Mizbeach. He salts it, and puts it on top of the fire. Once the handful has been brought already onto the Mizbeach, the leftovers are allowed to be eaten. And the Kohens are permitted to place inside of it wine, oil, and honey. It's only uh, prohibited to make it chametz, I guess to add water, to do anything that would cause it to become chametz. Leavened. However, what did we say in this brisa? as opposed to that which it says in our Mishnah. So here it says, that he would bring it in these vessels of silver and gold. And our Mishnah said that the first thing that he brings it with is, is a clay clay that she bring it with holy vessels. So how do you resolve this contradiction? Amrapapa um, Rapapa explains, In our Mishnah, when it says that it's first brought in a klishares, it means a vessel that's fitting to be a klishares because these silver and golden vessels indeed are able to be klishares. So that's what a person is originally bringing it in. It doesn't mean literally in our Mishnah when it says that it was a klishares, a, a holy vessel, but rather it means something that could have been a holy vessel. Michlal, what do we, can we deduce from this? The kfifa mitzris lechazia, that a kfifa mitzris, a basket, the one that we described in the Mishnah that she would bring her mincha in, her flower offering, it wasn't fitting to be a klishares. Because we're saying that only the regular mincha offering, the regular flower offering was done in a klishares as opposed to hers, which was not. 
kiman. So who does this go like? To say that this type of uh, a wooden vessel is not able to be used as a klishar, as a holy vessel. The like Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda, this is not like Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda. The Tanya, because we learned in Abraisa, klishari shasun shall eat, a klishari that was made out of wood, Rabbi, Rabbi Paisal, Rabbi says it's no good. Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda machsha, Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda says it's fine. So our Mishnah is clearly not like Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda. You could even say that it is indeed Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda. When did he say it? That it is considered a holy vessel. When it's something chashuv, an important thing. But if it's something that's unimportant, like these, this type of vessel that we made for her, would we say that it is considered a vessel? Doesn't he hold of this possibly The verse says that if it's something that you wouldn't even bring to your own home, would you bring it for God? If it's something disgusting and ugly, so would it, is it something that you would use for Hashem, to serve Hashem? No. Of course, everyone would agree to that concept, that if it's something that's inappropriate for you, if it's not something that's nice aesthetically, then it's not something that we should bring to the Beis HaMikdash in our service of Hashem. So therefore, that's specifically what she uses, something that's not a cliche race, and I would assume that it has to do with the concept that we're showing her that the actions that she did were inappropriate and ungodly actions, and therefore... That's why she has to bring this mincha in the first place. She has to bring this offering in the first place because of her actions, which were inappropriate. We continue now with the next set of two dots. Now we're going to go through each of the steps of this price that we quoted. We're going to explain it. So we said that he places it inside of a, a holy vessel, and he makes it holy in the holy vessel. Shmasmina, we hear from here, it sounds like that a person has to specifically intend that the thing that he's placing inside, the flower that he's putting inside of this holy vessel, be- makes it holy. He has to intend that the flower become holy. So we say no. It could be that the vessel, no matter what he thinks, it still makes the thing holy. So what does it mean? It means he puts it inside for it to become holy. Not that he has in mind that it should become holy. It's something that happens on its own. And you place upon it its oil and its frankincense. As the verse says, You shall place upon it the oil. You shall place upon it the frankincense. And then he brings it to the Kohen. He brings it to the sons of Aaron. And the Kohen brings it to in front of the Mizbeach. As the verse says, He should bring it in front of the Mizbeach. So he brings it in front of the corner, the southwestern corner of the Mizbeach, of the altar, corresponding to the sharp point of the corner of the Mizbeach, and that's enough. How do we know this? The verse says, This is the law of the Mincha, the flower offering. Bring it the children of Aaron bring it in front of Hashem, in front of the altar. So you have two different things. One is in front of Hashem, and one is in front of the altar. And those two things actually, it's machlok, as we're going to see, it's an argument, but uh, according to the first mandamar, they don't jive precisely. Let's see, Vitania, we learned in Abraisa, lefne Hashem, it must be in front of Hashem. So when we say in front of Hashem, so if you know how the Beis HaMikdash was made, how the Mishkan was made, so lefne Hashem means right in front of the Kodesh area. It means between the Mizbeach and the sanctuary, the inner sanctuary, which is called the Heichal. So again, Vitania Lefnei Hashem, it says in front of Hashem, which means in front of the Heichal. Yachal Bumar, you might think that means in the western side of the Mizbeach, which is the western side faced the Heichal. Talmud Loimer, that's why the verse says, El Paneha Mizbeach, in front of the Mizbeach. The front of the Mizbeach was actually its southern side. The ramp going up to the Mizbeach 
up to the altar was on the southern side. So, E-El Mizbeach, if it means the front of the Mizbeach, Yochol B'Dormim, I think it means the southern side of the Mizbeach. Talmud Lomar Lefnei Hashem, that's what the verse says, in front of Hashem. So, that's, that implies the western side, Hakeit side. So, what does this teach us? Magisha Bekaren Dremis Marovis, that where do you precisely go to the southwestern corner? Kineget Chudo Shokaren, corresponding to the sharp point of the corner of the Mizbeach. V'daya, and that's enough. Rebbe Lazar says, You might think that you should bring it to the west or to the south of the corner of the altar. Amris, we say, Wherever you have two different verses. One verse, so if you do it according to the way it says in that verse, so you can fulfill what it says in that verse, and also fulfill what it says in a different verse. But if you do it specifically according to the way it says in the other verse, it won't fulfill that which it says in the first verse. So we don't do what it says in the second verse, the verse which, uh, if you fulfill that which it says in the second verse, it won't fulfill the first verse. We don't do it that way. But rather we do the way, the first verse, which, which it's possible to fulfill both of them. What does that mean? Let's see. When we say the concept of in front of Hashem, meaning on the western side of the Mizbeach, right in front of the Heichel, in front of the sanctuary, the Ma'arov, so that's the western side. So, so then if you do that, so you're not going to be able to do it in front of the Mizbeach, meaning on the southern side. If you would do it in front of the Mizbeach, on the south, you can indeed fulfill doing it in front of Hashem, in the Heichal, in front of the Heichal, as we'll see, B'marav in the West, Ha'ketzad. How does this work? Magisha l'darema shal keren. You bring it, you bring that basket with her flower offering on the southern side of the corner. V'heichan kiyamto. So how have you fulfilled it? Amar of Ashi. So Rav Ashi explains, Kasava, Rabbi Lazar holds, Ha'itana, this Tana holds, Kulei mizbeach b'tzafon koi. The mizbeach was actually far off to the north, Okay, here, try to imagine this. You have two squares. Each one of them represents, one of them represents the Heichal, the sanctuary, the inner sanctuary, and one of them outside of the sanctuary was the Mizbech. So you have these two squares. To the west is the square of the Heichal, the sanctuary, and to the east is the square of the Mizbech, of the altar. Now, in between it is in front of Hashem. To the south of the Mizbech, the second box, is called the front of the Mizbech. Now, where was that box, which is the Mizbech, so according to the first mandamar of the Mishnah, so they actually were lined up perfectly. The length of the western side of the Mizbeach was exactly corresponding to the full length of the Heichal. So they were lined up precisely. However, according to Rabbi Elazar, so the square of the Mizbeach was actually farther to the north, such that if you were standing on the southern side of the altar, so you were actually standing directly in front of the Heichal, in front of the sanctuary. So therefore, according to Rabbi Lazar, you're able to fulfill both of the verses by standing on the southern side. You're both in front of Hashem, in front of the Heichel, the sanctuary, and you're also in front of the Mizbeach on the southern side. Whereas according to the Tanakhama, so we run into a little bit of a problem because if you're standing on the southwestern side of the Mizbeach, on the southwestern corner, so if you're in the south, you're not directly in front of the Heichel. You're not directly in front of the sanctuary at all. But if you stand in on the western side, then you're not in front of the Mizbeach, the altar at all. So the Pshara, according to the Tanakhama, what, what we do is we stand indeed on the southern side and as close as possible to the corner. And this way you get as much as close as possible to being in front of the, of the Heichal, the sanctuary. 
The Gemara continues, Vidayo, we said that it's enough to stand there. What does that mean, Vidayo? Amr of Ashri, Amr of Ashri, it's strich, we need it. Sakada de Chamina, we thought to say, Tiboye Hagosha Samincha Gufa, that you should bring the actual Mincha, the flower itself should have to touch the Mizbeach, let's say, without, and it's not enough for it to be just be inside of the basket. Kamash Malon, that it's enough that you don't need to actually take the flower out of the basket. Maybe we should say we should indeed take the flower out. Um, our cross, so we, we actually can deduce from the verse itself. The verse says, You should bring it to the Kohen. What's it talking about? The flower in the basket. etc. And then the Kohen brings it to the Mizbeach. Just like bringing it to the coin was inside of the vessel, so too when the coin brings it in front of the Mizbeach, it has to be brought inside the vessel and it doesn't need to be taken out. Two dots. So we said you push over the frankincense to one side. Because when you take out that handful of the flour with the oil, so you don't want to have any kind of frankincense included. As the Mishnah says, If when you did the hand, you took the handful out, there was any kind of stone or a drop of salt or a little bit of frankincense inside of your handful, puzzle. So it's no good because you have to have a certain amount in your handful and that certain amount will be taken away. You'll lose it if part of that certain amount includes frankincense. It has to be just flour and oil. You specifically take from the area where there was a lot of oil. How do we know this? As the verse says, You take from the flour and its oil. Another verse says, From the fine flour and its oil. So we see you take from a place where there's a lot of oil. So we said you place it inside of a... After the whole thing, you place it inside of a holy vessel and it becomes holy. Lamali, Hakotcha, The Gemara asks, why do you have to do that? It already became holy. Why does it have to become holy again? So we answer me, the Hava Adam. It's similar to, to blood. Dam, the Sakin. Even though it became holy when the animal was slaughtered because the Sakin, the, the knife itself is holy. So it makes the, the blood holy, but Savar Behema, in the throat of the animal. Nevertheless, when it goes into another klisharis, it goes into another holy vessel, it becomes holy. So, and therefore over here as well, since Lamaisa, no matter what, it has to get into the second vessel, so it does become holy. It seems like it becomes maybe perhaps more holy. It uh, needs a little bit of explanation exactly what's happening there. So then we said you collect the frankincense and you put it on top. The verse says, All of the frankincense that's on top of the mincha. Therefore, you see that it's placed on top of the flower offering.